It is Monday, the 24th of October. Welcome to Afternoon Sport. Tim Gilbert here. I'm joined by my co-host Shane Lee. And Shane, that Australia-New Zealand game in the T20 World Cup, it wasn't much of a game, but great to see you and the guys with a bit of a reunion, the boys from World Cups in the past. Yeah, fantastic function uh, initiated by the Australian Cricketers Association to bring... And they flew in uh, all former World Cup winners um, from the 87 team right through to 2007. Um, we, we had about 15 of the guys there who, who showed up. Um, but, yeah, both the wars, uh, Tom Moody, uh, Adam Dale, Michael Bevan, uh, just to mention a few, mate, it was really good. Darren Lehman, it was, it was great to get the guys and uh, to sit there and watch a game of, game of cricket but more importantly, catch up on old times. Good to get together. Yeah. Yeah, well, that wasn't much of a game, but this game last night, India-Pakistan, was an absolute ripper. We'll chat about that. Lebanon with a big win at the Rugby League World Cup. They're set for a quarterfinal against Australia. And Justin Hodges to take legal action. In life, the most important thing is trust. Without it, everything is a lot harder in a quickly changing and turbulent time. Barclay Pierce Capital is a safe pair of hands, an organisation built on people. They understand you've worked hard to build your nest egg and their asset management business is tailored to suit your needs. Their services help grow your wealth in order to provide long-term safety and security for you and your family. BPC, just a phone call away. Now, Shane, Ian Smith, this uh, New Zealand uh, commentator, of course, former player. He's been around this game for many, many years. He said it was the greatest atmosphere he's ever seen. India, Pakistan at uh, the MCG. It was a cracking game, and you can use all the line cometh the hour, cometh the man, or, you know, former's temporary class is permanent. Virat Kohli, the way he steered his team to victory, it was just brilliant. My unbelievable. My, my brother in law, Mark, was actually at the match, and he said the same thing the atmosphere was through the roof. Um, it doesn't get any bigger than India versus Pakistan in, in, in any uh, format, whether you're a test match right through to T20. But this game, I thought, has been the game of the tournament so far. It's probably the best T20 game I've seen in a very, very long time. India getting home. Um, Pakistan scored you know, a decent score, 8 for 159. Um, Masood, top scoring of 52. They really had to fight to get to that total. Uh, Handik Pandya uh, was the best of the Indian bowls with 3 for 30 or 4. But it was Virat Kohli who stood up in an unbelievable after India were losing wickets left, right and centre. He ended up with 82 not out of 53 and got home with one ball to spare. It was an unbelievable game of cricket. Yeah, Australia New Zealand, it, wasn't, it really wasn't much of a game, but good to see you guys got together. Well, a big chance they could miss out here. Um, and yeah, I, I think they were totally outclassed. It was funny, I won't say who was saying it amongst the, the former players, but they all have the similar feeling that uh, Australia was already one down before we even walked out to bat with the way the Finch has been playing. Uh, but New Zealand off to a flyer. They, they scored uh, three for 200, and it was Finn Allen who kicked it off. That Obviously hadn't done much research on this guy. He scored 42 off only 16 balls. And Devon Conway, the class act there with 92 not out. But yeah, all our bowlers, the best of our bowlers, figures wise, was probably Hazelwood with two for forty-one. Yeah, you know, but Stark went none for thirty-six or four, um, and we just couldn't get enough runs. Maxwell, our top scorer, with only twenty-eight. What about Faf Duplessis from South Africa? I read these comments the other day saying that he had suspicions around Australia's ball tampering before Sam Papergate. And uh, look, he's not as pure as the driven snow himself, is he, Faf? 
he was actually done twice for ball tampering, so himself. So um, I suppose he does know <laughs> potentially people are up to it. He said that um, he couldn't believe the way the Aussies were getting the ball to reverse swing, and this is out of his new book, of course. Um, and they were actually using binoculars from the change room, and they were following in particular David Warner. They thought whenever the ball went to him, something seemed to happen. Um, but these are all allegations now, and uh, yeah, this won't go away for a very, very long time. And I think when Dave Warner retires, we might we may hear his version of the story as well. Now, this was a surprising story on the weekend. Former world number one tennis star Simona Halep banned for doping. She's been banned. She's, th- she's at thirty-one years of age. She stands potentially to have a four-year ban, which will put the end to her career. Um, she said she's going to fight it to the end. Um, an unknown substance to her. Roxa Dusadent is um, was found in her system. Um, it's something. It's got something to do with um, helping the red blood cells, so it'd be oxygen and, and I suppose performance. Um, she denied going to deny them and fight these allegations to the end. Onto the world game. This story at Manchester United um, with Cristiano Ronaldo. It's just getting. It's getting ugly. What what a player! Like the other week, we read that he was the most influential sportsman in the world, and this is really getting ugly. Well, it's really personal now. Um, Eric Ten has um, he's just hasn't played Ronaldo at all. Um, left him on the bench a number of times um, to the point where Ronaldo apparently refused to go onto um, the paddock from the bench um, and actually left the ground early. And now the manager is saying there will be consequences for him. It's just going to get ugly. It's a shame because Ronaldo is one of the greatest players of all time. Um, Man United is one of the greatest clubs of all time, and this is going to get really, really ugly before he leaves that club. Some interesting comments uh, from FIFA President Gianni Infantino. Of course, uh, we are heading into the Women's Soccer World Cup next year in Australia and New Zealand. We saw the draw the other day. And uh, he's made this point about the huge gap between money when it comes to men's and then women's TV rights at a World Cup. Yeah, well, he's saying that... um for women's football, 2015 and 2019 were both uh, huge losses for FIFA, and he was hoping that this World Cup would mean they could actually break even. Uh, it will it cost FIFA about 400 million to put on the women's World Cup, but he said what the TV uh, broadcasts are offering is almost a hundred times less what they want to pay for the men's World Cup. Now the men's World Cup is one of the highest profile sporting events in the world, so you've got to put that into context. Women's sport is on the up. Um, but there's a huge disparity here, and uh, yeah, the president's coming out saying, yeah, it, it could be a potential issue for women's sport or, or soccer itself uh, moving forward for women. Yeah, at least the language is heading in the in the right direction. Stay with us because we'll be talking AFL, NRL next. The new Elite Bet app has arrived. It's got all the betting features you expect and new ones you're going to love. Elite Bet is your one stop shop on race day with Hot Bet, where you can back the tips of proven winning punters. Build fast sports multis and play same game multis. The Elite Bet app is the smoothest betting experience around. Trusted for 10 years, Elite Bet is 100% Australian owned. The only betting app you need this spring is Elite Bet. Gamble responsibly.
Well, Rugby League World Cup and uh, Lebanon, they look like they're heading for a quarterfinal against Australia. Last night, they were missing Adam Dewey with suspension. They got over the top of Luke Keery's island, and uh, it was a big win. Of course, Australia had a big win over Scotland, a huge win, and uh, they look like they'll meet in these quarters. Yeah, amazing effort from uh, the Lebanon team, and we're going to hear from, from Robbie Farrow about that probably this week. Um, yeah, they, they played really, really well. As did the Aussies, mate, um, tearing a proverbial out of the out of the Scots, mate. Uh, Eighty-four to nil. Um, Cleary making his debut um, for the Kangaroos, and he didn't disappoint. He he set up three tries, scored one himself, uh, scored twenty-eight points. But it was Josh Adokar who stole the show with four tries. Amazing. Now, what about Justin Hodges uh, to launch legal action over that loss to Paul Gallen? And uh, it's been called or labelled the illegal Ivan Drago shot. Now, we remember Ivan Drago from Rocky Four, I think it was, where he said, if he dies, he dies. Um, yeah, I know all that Rocky stuff, but yeah, this is a little, uh, it's a little uh, unsavoury, isn't it? Well, Justin Hodges has already been um, given... Uh a rematch uh, in December against um, our old mate. But, um, so I think there's a little bit of uh, promotional work going on here um, to try and get the, the interest in the fight again. Um, I do remember the fight where he was, he was leaning back over the ropes and, and our old mate punched him right in the head. But uh, look, oh, I think it's a bit more promotion than actually legal, real legal action, Tim. Now looking at netball, it's unfortunate really that they've missed out on this $15 million sponsorship. It's huge money. Huge money for a sport like netball, and I can understand people's positions and uh, why uh, some people feel uncomfortable about certain things, but you would wonder, surely you could work your way through it. Surely they could find solutions uh, to be able for them to get the money. They're $7 million in the hole, and now they've lost $15 million on top of that. It's huge. I just think sports men and women need to shut up for a bit. And we've seen it with Pat Cummins in the cricket with Alinter Energy and now them pulling out of a $40 million deal. This is obviously an Indigenous player and she has concerns and, I, and I, I totally understand over the way that Lan Hancock was potentially going to treat the Indigenous back in the day. Um, and Gina Reinhardt, his daughter, has now withdrawn a $15 million offer. Netball is in, real, is in a real problem now. They're already financially um, in the hole and this $15 million um, lifesaver is, is going to go go away and now the, the other girls are going to suffer from it. AFL in Tasmania, it looks like it's going to happen at some point soon, doesn't it? This new Hobart Stadium, it can really become a, uh, a bargaining chip for them. Well, hopefully. Uh, that That's always been the way the AFL looked at putting another team down there. And I think um, we've said it a number of times on this show that, that Hobart and Tasmania itself are a sports-loving um Part of Australia, and I think they deserve a world-class ground down there. Now, many thought Daniel Ricciardo was lost to F1. His career was over, and he was going to go in another direction. But uh, a lifeline from Red Bull, this is interesting. He made it a lifeline, yeah. Everyone thought he would miss this upcoming season. But uh, the rumours going around is that he may be the reserve driver at Red Bull, his old team, which would be a pretty good result for him, I think. Now, watching that game last night brought back some great memories with Pakistan and India. Uh, some of... The trips that I went on as a member of the media, obviously never played the game, but uh, you get such a rich opportunity uh, in this sport to be in parts of the world like that, which many other sports uh, don't travel to. And um, obviously you did it a lot. 
No, it is. And um, it just got me thinking about uh, playing against Pakistan. I was fortunate enough to do that a number of times. Um, and the way Steve Waugh used to talk about Pakistan in the team meetings, um, he always said they were, he described them as a, a, a skilled rabble. And by that, he meant that um, you had to stop them because they, once they got on the roll, they were almost impossible to stop. Um, so when you were batting, you couldn't let them get wickets in clumps. And by that, I mean, couldn't let them get two or three wickets in a row because they'll, they'll pretty much bowl you out. Um, but he said if you can stop that rot, that that skill <laughs> turned into a rabble. And it could, could almost be a coup before the end of the match where there could be another captain. And it was, uh, it was a really, really interesting way to explain it. And uh, a number of times... We couldn't stop the rot, and uh, guys like Wazi, Macro, and Wacko, you just bowled us out. But on a number of occasions, uh, when, when, when we actually did it, they started fighting, and uh, what, what went from looking like a, a, a bad defeat went to a, a great victory pretty quickly. Yeah, who could ever forget that yeah. win in the World Cup in, in Great Britain against uh, Pakistan? That's it for Afternoon Sport today. Make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen. A big thank you to our sponsors. A fantastic sponsors, Barclay Pierce Capital. They're only a phone call away. And, of course, thank you to our producer, Dan McHugh, our wonderful producer, of course. We'll be back tomorrow with your daily dose of sport. We'll see you then, guys. Take care. Thanks for listening to Afternoon Sport. If you enjoyed the show, why not check out one of our other podcasts? Like Lunch with Lee, former cricketer Shane Lee talks to celebrities, sports people, musicians, politicians and more about sports, music and business. Find it wherever you listen to podcasts or head to afternoonsport.com.